I, I don't want to say Margaret Thatcher. I'm not a tan. Hello and welcome to another episode of the BJ's Podcast. We are Ben, James, and Sober, and welcome back to another episode of the BJ's Podcast. Thanks very much for tuning in once again. Um, I hope you are having a lovely day, evening, or whatever you might be having, uh, wherever you may be in the world. And uh, this week's upcoming podcast, we're going to be delving back into the seventies, having a look at some. Uh, some music from the 70s, some people that were born in the 70s, some movies and books that came out in the 70s, and all 70s stuff. Just a lot of the culture, really, uh, I guess. It's this 70s packed bunch of stuff. <laughs> 70s, yeah. 70s, <man>. yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, man, you got any marijuana, that new stuff? Got some LSD, bro? Yeah. But um, and then as always, we've got our track of the week and what we're drinking. But to start things off, I'm going to tell you how the boys are doing. To start off, Ben is doing all right. He's been uh, playing a few games. He's just uh, coming towards the end of Arkham Knight now at the moment. I finished it. He finished it. He's feeling ecstatic about having finished Arkham Knight, and he's looking forward to going on to his next game. As 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 pretty mediocre ending, to be honest. It's very mediocre ending, apparently. So he's not ecstatic. But look, it's close enough. It's close enough. I'm getting good at this mind reading thing. Um, <laughs> he's had an A-OK week so far. He's uh, he's going to be drinking either, I think, Moretti or Brown Bear or Yellow Belly. I think one of the three, but we'll find out there later. And um, <laughs> overall, ben is, ben, is, ben is still gaming. Ben is still sleeping and eating and repeating. And the furthest he's walked this week is to the shop to get cans. No, to the kitchen to make dinner. Is the shop not further away? The shop is further away, but you haven't gone to the shop this week. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> Good man yourself. <laughs> and then James. James is doing okay. James is sneaking in and out of his 5K radius, but that's okay because they're extending that in the next few days, I think. Yep. That's correct, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's it. He's been writing some tunes. He's been playing his new guitar. Yep. He's been playing a bit of um, a bit of uh, Warzone with the boys. Sure have. Yeah. Yeah, you have. I know that. And uh, you're doing not too bad. Not too bad. Is that correct? Nail on the head, there, Sean. Nail on the head. Now, do you want to have a go at reading my mind? I've written down what I am actually feeling. Ben, I did it last week, so it's your turn to do it this week. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna just get into the zone. I think you should both have a go. I let Ben go first, then I'll then I'll have a a deep dive in then. Okay, I'm reaching into your mind right now. I'm doing fantastic. I am very <laughs> tired because I have done about seventy. Is this right now, Sean? Seventy-one, seventy-one point two kilometers today. Seventy-two point one. Seventy-two point one. See, there's a bit of like, there's a bit of feedback here as well. Like, it takes a lot of energy to get through. Yeah, that's okay. Do you know what I mean? It takes practice. Um, I have. Start. Uh, I can feel 
Shag, shag pad? Shag pads coming to my shag pads coming to my mind. You've, it's 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 coming it's coming into my head. You've built a, sh a shag pad in Minecraft because you're just giving up on a sex life. I can neither confirm nor deny either of those allegations. Continue. Um, I'm getting a faint smell of wine and craft beers. I haven't opened the wine, so I don't know where you're getting the smell of wine. It's probably the old bottles from the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Pro they're kind of sitting <laughs> in the corner. I'm kind of planning on building a monument. Ben, though, I think there's one thing you're missing out on. Right, so... Um, well. Oh, it's, it's like I can actually see his DMs right here. Yeah, because I remember last week um, we told like any of the single females in the crowd to reach out to Sean because of his Minecraft addiction. And um, he needs to reply to someone right now. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> oh, I can see it too. Oh yeah, actually, be, be right back. Yeah, be right. You need to reply. Be to right back there. B or B. I can B feel the B. tension. I can feel the yeah. tension coming from the other end. B or B. And I'm back. I've done, boys. I've done. Nice one. Fair play for not ghosting her. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. I'd never ghost anyone. I know what it feels like. You're just usually on the other end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually. <laughs> sure, look. <laughs> what can be done? Sure, look, Sean. Moving on from that, uh, what are you drinking? What I am drinking tonight is um, I have an old IPA called that uh, from this uh, brewery called uh, Thirsted Brykus. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, it's a Danish company sorry again keeping it danish i'm going back danish again but i promise i'm going to go back scottish next week <laughs> um it's a it's a thirst thirsted brewery is a regional brewery that uh, is found in the north of denmark in the 1900s uh they do like a load of different stuff they kind of you know they kind of do smaller shops and things like that with um yeah pilsners and um IPAs, but they have some uh, porters as well, like, and, uh, but yeah, they have a Baltic porter and Linford's porter, don't know what that is, and um, porter is porter to me, to be honest, like, but uh, I, have this I have their IPA, and I think it won an award in 2015, 2016, and 2017, but the top of it is in Danish, and I forgot to translate it before this, so, um, yeah, just going to pretend that they did win an award. But uh, it's quite nice. It's uh, 5.9%. Kind of uh, kind of what you expect out of an IPA. Quite nice. Quite delicious. Quite tasty. Not bad. Not bad. I'd recommend it. I'd drink it again. I'd give it a good 7 out of 10. Nice. Mm -hmm. Decent rating. How would you cons consider like the, the consistency? I'd consider it like you know very full bodied, uh, like you know very full bodied. Great explanation right there. Are we gonna do, are we gonna do this every time as well? <laughs> This joke isn't hasn't borne out yeah. yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Nobody's copped onto it either. We could do like these little canvases, you know, like um, Joe's motivational ones, and like it's just pictures of us looking into the distance in black and white, in like suit and ties, sitting on like a, a, a park bench and just looking off into the distance with beer cans in our hand, and just being like over it, over <laughs> us. It'll say like. It's very full bodied, isn't it? I can just see like in it like in America, you know, like those really tall billboards. Like that are up like above like the motorway. 
Yeah. Just you, just your face, like with a smile yeah. holding a can. It's being like <laughs> Sean Carroll's full of body like this. It's very full of bodies. <laughs> I'd pay to have that put somewhere. Well, you kind of have to. I mean, you have to. You have to pay for advertisement, you know. Well, like, <laughs> well, like, you never know. Like, someone else might pay for it. Like, but anyway, that's dream for the pipeline. Anyway, um, Ben, what about you? What are you drinking? Um, this week I'm back on the Yellow Belly Citra. I called it. I <laughs> called did. it. You did. See, fucking good at this thing. Yeah, I. Only drink. I buy like two cans every time uh, we do an episode, um, but I only end up drinking one. So I just have a fridge full of random, random drinks now. Beers. So, so mm-hmm. I cleared that out. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking Citra, Citra IPA, or Citra Pale Ale from Yellow Belly. The, the they're a Wexford brewery. Um, Simon Lambert is the head. Oh Ben, look here. at this. Hang on, I have something to show you. Oh yeah. Why are you taking off? <laughs> oh, I did. Jesus, Sean, I didn't need to see that now. Oh, jeez, put it, put, put it away. Stand up. Is that yellow belly? Oh, savage. That's actually a savage T-shirt. It actually looks very comfy. It looks like it fits very well. Does <laughs> considering I've lost the chin and a, a bit of my gut. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the opposite of, of that now. You're put, you're you're losing it as fast as I'm putting it on. Sean, I found found your old chin. <laughs> oh, where was it? He sent it to me because you weren't using it. <laughs> oh. oh, there's another fucking 10 on that male demographic anyway. Here's a word of advice for anyone who's leaving secondary school and thinks that they can leave it behind. You can never leave it behind. <laughs> no matter what country you lived in or go to, or no matter what sort of people you meet in your lifetime. You're never safe from your mom jokes. <laughs> um... Yeah, for sure. Like, that's 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 the way. That's the way of life. That's the way of life. What about you, James? What are you drinking? Well, I took a page out of your book, Sean. Oh, go on, boy. Hang on, let me guess. <laughs> Sean, can you not do that in the it's bathroom? Danish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's Danish. And I have it right here. It's Tuberg, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Except my can's the big boy one, not the small ones that you have. Yeah, well, like, you know, go away, like, still can. <laughs> now you've been harping on about fucking Tuberg for the last while, so I saw them on special offer there today in Little, so I was like, fuck it. May as well try them. Sure, they're always on special offer here as well, to be honest yeah. with you. Not bad, though. It's not bad, like, you get used to it. Um, yeah. Not that it's a bad thing, like, you know, but, um, no, I, I, I like them now. I like to fill my fridge with them sometimes. Maybe every second week I might fill the fridge with them. And you know, come home after a long day of cycling. Calves are nice and warm. Blood's running through my body and like to sit down, stick on a bit of Netflix, watch The Office. Crack, <laughs> crack open a, fa- a can of my favourite Tuberg. <laughs> hey Tuberg, fucking sponsor us. 
<laughs> yeah. We should do an episode. We should do an episode, right, where we see how many times in an hour we can say Tuberg. And then just send it to Tuberg. And, like, just be like, look, hey, our fans yeah. of fans have listened to this, and all we've said is Tuberg. And, like, we can be like, look, they've watched it right till the end. Like, you know. Yeah, for sure, look. That's, it is what it is. Fuck it. Have, do you watch Star Trek? I've only seen... I've seen, like, the first movie that came out there a few years ago. Do you know the remake movies? I've seen the movies, yeah. There's a, a really good episode. I haven't watched, like, proper Star Trek. A really good episode in the... In the, um... In the, in the TV series, where with two Borgs. Anyway, um, so for this evening's yeah. uh, conversation... <laughs> yep. Uh, ben, ben is cancelled, and that is why. That silence. And um, yeah, <laughs> we're exposing Ben on how we're going to cancel him. That silence has uh, made my day. Fantastic. That's the reaction you want. But yeah, no, and we're not going to cancel Ben. We love Ben too much, and you love Ben too much as well. Like our DMs are flooded with Ben. Like girls looking for Ben's number and pictures of his nose and like and his toes and I'm just like this is weird. <laughs> and his broken tooth. Yeah. <laughs> it's better now. Yeah, that's why I keep telling them, but they keep like screaming. Some girl sent me like a really long voice note being like, you know, I wanna see a picture of Ben's broken tooth now or I'm going to you know burn down a church and I was like, it's fucking a bit extreme. That just sounds like Corey <laughs> Denny. <laughs> <laughs> at Corey Denning, don't at me. At Corey Denning, don't at, don't, yeah, don't at me. But don't burn down any churches either. Sure, look, you'd be all right. Corey, Do you know what? You're actually, you're actually just making me depressed because, like, that's just like the polar opposite of of, <laughs> of real life. <laughs> <laughs> Real life can be whatever you want it to be. There's a thing, right, that I've learned over the years. And it's called imagination. And with your imagination, you can make your life, your real life, whatever you want it to be. Inside your head. Just for you and you alone. And if you tell enough people enough times... The same thing over and over again then they'll believe it and then your life becomes in your imagination becomes real now there's some, there's some <laughs> thoughts for you boys Joe, there's another word for that actually <laughs> what is it <laughs> enlighten us Ben <laughs> delusional <laughs> <laughs> I can think of three other words as well. Yeah, I can as well. Just full of shit. shit. <laughs> I can think of two more. Go on. Bullshit. But anyway, moving on swiftly. Um, we're going to be talking about the 70s this evening on our lovely Codfast. Sure. All things related to the 70s. And I'm going to start us off, right? I'm going to start us off with do you know this happened right at the start of the 70s in 1970 the Beatles broke up 
1970. They announced that they were breaking up on the 10th of April, just before they released their album Let It Be. What a way to start the year. Oh wait, start the decade, you mean? Start a decade, yeah. Start a decade, right? You know what's even better though? What? Is Diana Ross went solo. See, this is one thing I didn't know until you, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. Why did she go solo? She went solo. Why? Just because she just fed up? You know, the same reason Beyonce went solo, I'd say. That's actually understandable, yeah. So, if you think about it, Beyonce is the equivalent, the modern day Diana Ross. It's an interesting take. And then, and do you know what the worst part about the, the start of the decade, that decade was? What? Uh, your man died, Jimi Hendrix. On the 25th of September, I believe. Oh, I found the 18th. I might be wrong. But sure, look, I can't always be Oh, it's right. the 18th. I'm actually wrong then. Because that's my dad's... Ha! It's my da- You're wrong. It's my dad's birthday. Hey, Ben. Ben, Ben, tell him. <laughs> You're tell, wrong. Tell him. You're, You're wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How does it feel, James? YouTube it, bye. YouTube it. <laughs> well, yeah. Absolute madness. But, like, a lot of exciting things happened in, like, the 70s. Yeah. But, um... Here's here's something that you kind of brought to our attention earlier. This is kind of a good idea, and you know, it'll be kind of interesting to see what you think as well. Like, just throw it out on the table, like you know. If you could be one person that lived in the seventies, who would you be? Uh, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd. Oh, you went with the, you went with the guitar player as well. That's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Considering their album went out and was released in nineteen seventy. Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, it was out in nineteen seventy-three. And like that was the biggest album of the seventies, and then from there, that's when Pink Floyd just like just shot up to to fame. Like, yeah, like how long did it stay? You said like two hundred and seven hundred and forty-one weeks in the Billboard uh, top two hundred albums, which is roughly like, fourteen point like. two years. And that album is like probably one of those those albums that's always going to last the test of time oh it is With, without a shadow of a doubt like it is like without a doubt without a doubt like yeah it's an album that most people know the name of yeah is that the album if you play um, Alice in Wonderland with yeah and watch it at the same time I said I still haven't done that have you, any of you done that no never have actually no is it where is their runtime like the same apparently it's meant to be a weird fucking trip or something yeah. like that but I've that's not my sort of thing now like I wouldn't be into that it's just that the, a lot of the lyrics tend to match up with some of the visual aspects of it but also oh, okay. they probably took a load of they probably took a load of acid and just fucking watched Alice in Wonderland a lot of times but you see there's a there's a theory about probably. perfect storytelling because Dark Side of the Moon is a concept album so like there's a whole kind of like narrative behind the whole thing but there's a theory that the perfect story um, fits into that the time of the the album and of Alice in Wonderland. That's why they both not Alice in Wonderland. Sorry, it's um. Fuck, what's the movie again? It's not Alice in Wonderland. It's yeah, it is Alice in Wonderland. No, it's not. It's not. Wait, it's, it's Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew I was saying something wrong there. Yeah, Sorry. no, it, so it's Wizard of Oz. So, um, yeah, there's a whole theory that there's a perfect formula to have the perfect story of something that will become timeless, and that both of them 
uh, but that movie and the album fall into that. Because mm, see, the thing is, they, the, Wiz- the Wizard of Oz was released in 1939. Yeah. So, like, do you know what there's a. There's a there's a concept there, yeah, definitely. Like, imagine, but imagine like being Dave Gilmore and just sitting around, like, you know. But let's not speak for Dave, but let's hypothetically say that he was sitting around taking a load of drugs with his other bandmates, and then like, you know, all they did was watch Alice in Wonderland for like three months, completely on one, and then they go into the studio sober, and they like just write this album, and it just like so happens to literally sync up. Wizard of Oz. Did I say Alice in Wonderland there halfway through that? I think I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I definitely did. Right. This has gone straight to my head, lads. It's been a long <laughs> day. I've already drank this bottle. Whoops. Okay, so just to clarify with everyone, it's not Alice in Wonderland. If Sean says Alice in Wonderland, it's he Wizard, means of, Wizard of, Oz. of Oz. But um, as I yeah, it's been a long day. I thought I was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> Charity and the Chocolate Factory was released in the 1971 on the 30th of June there you go another classic ah, I used to love that movie I had that on VCR I had the proper OG one on VCR oh really Ooh. yeah my parents had it not bad that was a great movie it's it's mad how like messed up the movie is but how yeah. ch- ch- like ch- child friendly it seems when you're watching it as a kid for sure like do you know what? This is a whole other rabbit hole, but like so much of like Walt Disney and all that crack is like slightly racist and slightly sexist and other bits and pieces. But like it's, it was just kind of like not picked up on that time. And if it was, it was by a small minority that couldn't really make much of a um, much of a stance about it because like mm-hmm. they would have been seen as fucking. Do you know, at that time you would have been seen as a fucking lunatic. Like, but nowadays, like you know. You have to be, like, not that you have to be, but, like, people are a lot more aware of what's going on around them. But back then, you wouldn't think twice. It's like, you know, we've obviously progressed since the 70s, 60s, 80s, whatever the fuck, like. And we've become more um, aware of what's right and what's wrong. But um, back then, like, you know, people had a fucking clue, like. Or they were just too fucking oblivious to fucking see it. Yeah, I got Sean's popping off there now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking on one like I'm saying. But Ben, who would you want to be from the seventies if you could be anyone? Um, that's a. I actually don't know. I'm gonna go with Angus Young from ACDC because he's was oh, one of my like one. one of my like um, one of my heroes when I was growing up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him because like I wouldn't like play guitar if it wasn't for for ACDC. So it feels like it's kind of the good choice that's the issue that's like, in fairness who wouldn't want to who wouldn't want to make money playing four chords uh, three chords lad playing chords. <laughs> unreal an unreal an unreal SG through about like 800 martial amps and dancing the way he does on stage all while wearing a schoolboy's uniform <laughs> Yeah, who wouldn't think, want to make I think that's, that, that's like. probably the part that excites you the most, Ben. Um, I would dis- have to disagree with you there, James. But <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing is, though, right? No, hang on. You don't have to think of it right. I'm going to fuck it. This, this is me. The reason why he did that, or it's going to clarify this, is Go because on. he started, like, they, the band, when the band started, he had to, like, he literally was skipping classes 
uh, in school to go and rehearse with the band. And that's why he wore the school yeah. outfit. It's, it's an image thing. I always thought that was cool. That he's like, do you know, because like, you know, when you were a kid, you're like, oh, fuck school. You're like, oh, he's doing like way better for himself now and he's skipping school. Yeah. Probably not the best role model <laughs> in that sense. But, uh, yeah. No. I always thought that was cool. That's 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 the, that's the cool bit about the school way of it. <laughs> it's kind of weird that he does wear it in his seventies, but. But see, the thing is, right? Another another um, image you can another con way he's he's conveying himself as well, like is that he's young at heart, you know? Yeah, and, that's like, true. He doesn't want to grow up. He wants to enjoy the good times, like you know. I think I, that's what I get from it now. Looking at it these days, like before, I was like, "Well, that looks cool," but like now, looking at it, like you know. I sound so fucking hipstery. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Take me out the back and shoot me, will you? It's because of the beanie you have in this, your head. This week, Sean's red pilled. Yeah, this to keep my head warm, lads. My hair still hasn't grown back. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worrying. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> um, but like, there was there was a lyric, there was a lyric in a song I heard a few years ago, and it went, uh, "Being young at heart became a sin, so you grow you grew up and you gave in." And the first thing I thought about at that point was Agnes Young. And the fact he wore that outfit on stage, and it kind of made me think, like, you know, Agnes Young just never wanted to grow up. Agnes Young just wanted to feel like he was a young man, even when he was fucking ancient, like. And he just had a good fucking time, like. The thing is, like, you know, when you're growing up, like, you know, even in this, even in our age group now, like, you know, um, I don't know what way it was for you, but like, what was portrayed to me at the time was like, you know. When I was growing up, like you know, you go to sec, you go to primary school, you go to secondary school, you do well in your leaving cert, you go to college, you get your degree, and you go do two years masters, you get a nice job, and you might find a lady or a boy or whatever the fuck, and um, you start dating, you move in together, you save up for a mortgage, but you get married in the middle because that happens because marriage yeah. and all that crack, and then you then you have a kid, you get a dog, and then a mortgage, and then a kid. And then another kid, maybe, and maybe another like five or six, depending on how much money you make. Five or six and kids. And then like that's it. So I don't know. If I went to school with a lad, and he'd like four. Yeah, he'd f- he'd four other siblings. Jesus. Two brothers, two sisters. Big family. Mm. Big family, all lovely yeah. family though. But um, you know that that's just that's just a narrative that's like just beaten into us from when we're young and stuff. It's like, oh yeah have to get this, have to get that, have to do this by this age and stuff like that. That's it, but like, the thing is, like, there's no, everyone has their own, like, timeline. This is kind of very f- philosophical, yeah. but, like, John, it's kind of nice to highlight this. It's kind of nice to it highlight is. this as well, and, John, this is kind of something I've learned. It's kind of, it's something I've learned the last few years, like, you know, I did a year of college, like, and then three weeks into second year, I went on a fucking cruise ship for fucking three or four months, and then went to live in Lanzarote then three weeks later, <laughs> like, after I finished that, like, and, so I've got to do all these things and do that and like you know not as a dig at anyone like you know but you know a lot of the friends I had growing up inside school like they all did the four years of college most of them did like four years of college and they uh, might have finished their masters last year or the year before like you know during COVID or before COVID and like they're just starting to like you know do these things like and so I've kind of been fortunate I think we've all kind of been fortunate enough like you know Ben, you've done the bit of touring as well, like, and so has James, like, you know, and, you know, you wouldn't get that if your head is stuck in a book yeah. the whole time, if you were following the infrastructure that's put in place, like, you know, but, yeah, I Do you know, know what, like, I actually think that, like, 
I'm only kind of. I've only You're kinda, very kinda popular. Coming back. That wasn't me. That was me. <laughs> that was James. That was oh, Reddit really? again. That was James's. Uh, Literally the exact same as last time. <laughs> R slash porn. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, But go on, Ben. I don't know. Like the last last few years, uh, you know, like working and stuff, you know, and like trying to do a bit of like growing up. I am starting to think now as well as like staying young at heart and like not really giving too much of a shit about that stuff is a good thing because think about how much better you learn when you're younger like you learn things a lot better when you're younger when you're not really attached to as much if you know what I mean yeah so you can kind of look at everything objectively and weigh up stuff and make your own decision about stuff whereas if you kind of buy into the narrative and you, like in the lyric, the lyric you said and you, you gave in then you know if you kind of do that then I think I don't think there's any sense in that I think you'd be much happier if you just kind of stuck to what you were doing when you were younger but in a grown up sense mm. you know like everyone has to grow up at some stage to be fair but I think the difference between growing up and being mature is like I think maturity you still have to kind of be a kid at heart Mm. you know because like you know when you're I actually had a really weird thought recently that I actually think that I was smarter when I was younger like I think <laughs> I had a, a better grasp <laughs> I think I'm dumb as like dumb as shit now and that I was smarter when I was younger <laughs> so what what made you lose some of your um, smartness <laughs> I don't know. Alcohol. Rollies. Rollies, probably. Yeah, because when you're a kid, you, you can see how damaging that kind of stuff is for the adults around you. And then when you're an adult in the middle of doing it, it's like you're desensitized to it. <laughs> then when you're a kid, you can just see it better. You can just be like, why are they doing that? That, that fella's an idiot for doing that. His life's going nowhere. And then when you're an adult and your life's going nowhere, it's just hard to see. You're just comfortable sitting there. You're there smoking a fag and you're just like, I look quite cool right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whereas a 14-year-old kid on the street would probably look at you and be like, he's an absolute dope. Like, I do not want to end up like that chap. <laughs> like him, yeah. But here, I think I think we should get back to... Um... <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> that We've got that a fucking big tangent. tangent there. But do you, know, do you know who I want to be? Do you know who I'd go back to be in the 70s? I think you'll find this interesting. I'd Ooh. love to go back and be my dad. And I'd oh, love to see what way, what sort of little bollocks he was when he was younger, like. <laughs> or, let's rephrase that actually, because my brother always shows it. My brother always, my brother always shows this to my dad, actually, especially when he's mentioned. What sort of person he was when he was younger, like. James, you have to I'd leave that I'd actually love in. to see what, I'd love to see, like, you know, what, I'd love to see, like, you know, what way he acted. And, like, I couldn't tell you how old he would have been, like, but, you know, he's always some man, like, for talking about, like, you know, what he did when he was younger, like, like my father used to say, like, you know, I was going fighting boys and, you know, <laughs> licking cows before I go to school. <laughs> you already know he didn't. You already licking know now that he didn't. before I go to school, like, 
walking cows, like walking dogs and all this stuff. Like, and he was like, I used to walk to school, and which they did, to be fair. Like, I, kn- I know they, they walked to school. And, uh, but I, I'd love, I'd love to be him. I'd love to f- just like, or even just watch him. Just for be one week. of his friends. Like, from my perspective right now. That, n- yeah. I'd love to see him, and I'd love to be his best friend. Him or his best friend. So the two of them getting up to, like, just the worst whatever trouble they would have gotten into because he definitely got in he he hasn't told me that much like but I'm pretty sure he was some bit of a troublemaker at some point like I'd just love to see what it was like you know I think it'd be funny that's you interesting are, yeah. We're just, just for the whole world to know Sean's dad was a little bollocks when he was younger <laughs> just just gonna so I don't know I just wanted to find out if yeah. he was it wasn't like I I'd say your dad told you that now because he wanted you to, he wanted you to think he was hurt. Maybe yeah. You'd also get the experience what Tralee was like in the nineteen seventies as well. Yeah, I'm okay. I don't really need to know what Tralee was like in the nineteen seventies. I already fucking know what it's like. <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't changed. Fucking changed at all. That <laughs> hasn't fucking changed a bit. Sure, in the seventies they probably started the emergency going on. I think they just got about. I think they just started getting electricity back then. Oh, they running water next. <laughs> but anyway I think uh, I think it's time for us to um, take a quick break and let us go into our sponsors for this evening's episode what do you think boys let's do it yeah yeah let's do it it's the track 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 of the week and here we are now with our track of the week uh, we've all picked uh, 70s bands for this week so uh, we're going to start off with uh, Ben because he changed his mind like 500 <laughs> yeah. times in the space of 20 minutes <laughs> I changed my mind twice no once it was twi- well, that was still more than we did go on uh, so who did you pick I, I went for Hoax Pocus by the band Focus oh so you went back three options wait what 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 oh I didn't go. Oh no, he what he what he wanted to change it then after that. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's right. But actually, the song yeah. the song I was going to change it to is from the sixties, not the seventies. So. Anyway, Ben, tell us about this song. Uh, it's instrumental, and there's like five or six different versions of it. I think there's like the live version you were telling me about earlier. That's like way faster. Yeah. There's like the radio edit of the song, which is like five minutes long. <laughs> and then there's the actual version of the song, which is like eight minutes, eight yeah. minutes long. Um, it's not really instrumental, though, is it? Yeah, yeah. well, there is vocals, yeah. but there, there's no lyrics. <laughs> Explain to the audience who've never heard the track before what, what sort of vocals are present in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's yodeling. They're yodeling. <laughs> But you know, you know what's crazy, right? You know what's crazy, right? Back in the day, that got airplay, right? And yeah. now you look around, and you know, like, let's look at the Irish market for a second, right? You know, and Hocus Pocus, great tune, great tune, right? But let's 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 look at the Irish market and see, like, John, you know, Irish bands, for example, right? John, you know, great Irish bands that like write songs just as okay. Let's say not. Let's let's. Oh, how do I say this nicely? But like, you look at. Like a song like Hocus Pocus by Focus. I love how that rhymes. I love it. Um, but like you look at that and you um, you look at like today's market and today's Irish bands and like you know you look at the music that isn't really commercially viable as 
you know, let's just say Lady Gaga, Beyonce, um, who else is big right now? Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran, and all that. But like, they all get played constantly and nationally. And I understand why. I understand the concept behind it because it sells money, it generates brands yeah. and all that crack. And it, it's money. Money is cash is king, like as as the man says. But um, like you look at like Irish bands for exa- for example, like you know, and so I watch you from afar. Um, who the boys from Dublin again that we were talking about a few weeks ago? By curious. By curious, yeah. So you've um, and so I watch you from afar. By curious, you've Megacone. You've the band with the two drummers. Thumper. Thumper. You've Bitch Falcon. You've um. Girl band. Girl band. Another fucking prime example. Like they sell off Vicar Street, yep. like you know, every time they play it, which is great, but they don't get played on fucking radio enough. They don't get in fucking TV ads. They don't get into fucking anything anymore. And it's kind of, it's kind of a shame to see, like you know, from the seventies, like, and you think, like, if anything people's perspectives from the 70 would generate better like you know their their opinions would be like their perspective on music and what music is would change so much and so drastically and it would continue to grow and expand but it never did it just kind of fucking combusted into this little fucking ball of fluff that people think is fucking music and I'm like I'm not dissing I'm not dissing anyone or anything for any of the music to write but like there's so much room for like just those Irish bands alone like not even to mention like fan club and actually another band that's doing really well at the moment is uh, Pretty Happy from Cork they're actually been played on a lot of BBC and things like that but like that's that's good to see but like there's not enough yeah. of that like it's just a fucking it's a disaster like but like how well that was great in the 70s and now it's just like no one has any interest like what the fuck you is see, that it seems like back in the 70s people just had the creative freedom to do what they want they'd come up to a record label and they had a lot like a lot of prog bands came out from the 70s and stuff like i know pink floyd started in the 60s but then they kind of became more famous in the 70s you'd like to yes rush and stuff as well yeah. but the record labels were just mm. gave them like yeah fuck it just do it like let, like let's do it let's see how this sounds and it was like more so that bands are given a chance uh, but then when it kind of came to the 80s then that's when it kind of get more commercialized where they're trying to pinpoint what's going to sell and what's going to sell really well and since then labels have kind of just kept that that same kind of mentality in a sense yeah, yeah that's I know. true yeah i know it's just depressing like, um, i think they're one of the big factors in the way like say like Jimi hendrix and you know like uh all the kind of prog bands came out Jimi Hendrix is in the 70s, I suppose, like 60s, but like from like the 60s into the 70s. Yeah. How like all like the, the all the the famous bands from the 70s like kind of progressed music is because have you ever seen the movie The Boat That Rocked? That was the uh, one about the pirate radio, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the the government were like trying to shut down like the like the the radio station on the boat and I think that was like like for me that kind of sums up why like that like different genres and different bands kind of became more popular and started to grow is because people kind of got sick of the government and shit trying to like control people but now instead of the government doing it it's the record labels 
yeah. and people have just bought into it because they're growing up with it and it's the music that they like so there's you know so that leaves less room for in in my opinion good stuff actual music to start coming out I mean some of the stuff is really good but you can only beat a dead horse for so long that's it but look let's 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 leave that actually I we keep going on very very <laughs> um aggressive that is true, this yeah. evening and that's pro- it's, it's mostly my fault and I do apologize to any of our millions of listeners we, we, should, we should call this episode the tangent special the <laughs> special feature in the 70s <laughs> this, yeah, but, uh, this is go, nothing gonna, to do with gonna, the 70s yeah but um, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to talk I'm going to go on my track of the week next and uh, it's uh, Long Train Running by uh, Doobie <laughs> actually, Brothers actually forgot we were doing track of the week I forgot we were on track of the week <laughs> 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 that's it but yeah my track of the week is um, Long Train Running by the Doobie Brothers because um, this song has like a special place in my heart because um, the first cover band that I played with in Cork was uh, the Cassettes and this was nine times out of ten i'm pretty sure 99 percent of the time it was like our opening track every night we were <laughs> playing and i used to yeah. love it because it was me that got to start like i was like yeah this is my time to shine you know what it also like has a special place in my heart too because it was like a song i learned like back when i was like 14 and 15 and like jammed it with my dad's band a couple of times as well yeah so I know that feeling of like kind of starting it and stuff. Also, it's just so fun because of just how yeah. funky it is. It's, it's a great tune. That harmonica solo is fucking unreal in it. Like, yeah, 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 definitely worth checking out. If you if you haven't heard of Doobie Brothers, go listen to their go just go listen to one of their live sets as well on YouTube. It's fantastic. It's just the musicality is fucking it's breathtaking. Simple as that. But uh, anyway, James, what about you? What is your track of the week? All right, so. You can't, like, talk about 70s bands without mentioning Led Zeppelin, I feel like. That's true, yeah. That is true. So... Are you after picking Stairway to Heaven? No. You're definitely after no, changing No, I, I picked No Quarter. I'm joking. Off of Houses of the Holy. And uh, funny thing about the album cover is it's actually shot up in Antrim, where the uh, Giant's Causeway is. Oh, class! I didn't know that. Yeah, if you if you have a look at the artwork, you'll see the basalt like shaped rocks and stuff. Oh, very good. Uh, quick shout out there to Mr. Rainier from the Irish House. He'll appreciate that. He'll appreciate uh, appreciate that bit of uh, knowledge because he's a big Led Zeppelin. Oh, fan, sweet. <laughs> but go on, James. Sorry. But yeah, no, I'm. Yeah. Like to be honest, like there's so many good songs that Led Zeppelin have released, but for me, it's just No Quarter has always been the one that kind of just stuck in my head because like John Paul Jones is mainly playing keys for it mm. but then when that guitar riff comes in where it's like that's gonna sound weird when I listen to that back <laughs> but um yeah so you can just put it you can put in the clip if you want I might do if you, had, if you had kept if you'd kept going my head was about to start like automatically head bopping <laughs> but um yeah no it's just because the song is like just so quiet and stuff as well like there's not really any drums in the verse and then it just builds and builds and yeah to be honest like everyone says Stairway to Heaven is their greatest song and don't get me wrong it's still a great song I just think this is like underrated in comparison to it mm. Do you know what my favourite Led Zeppelin song is and we used to do it on the ships the whole time 
and with um, my other band from Cork, the Numbugs and Jam Masters, uh, we used to do a cover of Rock and Roll, and it's like one of my favorite songs to sing, and I think that's the solo in that is like so there's like aspects of it that are so like it's just it's, it's just a mess but um that solo in like rock and roll I don't, it's not from the same album though is it no it's not don't think so um let me check don't think so no but uh you check that there but like it like just led zeppelin were just it's just a rock band that were just ahead of their time like in my opinion as well like and that solo from rock and roll like i think is one of the best solos ever and like you might you might disagree with me in that concept but like you know rock and roll was just a blues song with like fucking fantastic focus over it and the solo was such a mess yeah. but it was fucking but unreal like it worked so mm. perfectly like and i just i love that song i loved the little breakdown as well in um a whole lot of love and the way they come back into that dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's just yeah. But, um, like. yeah, Rock, rock just and Roll was off of uh, Led Zeppelin 4, which had oh, a lot of their big hits on. <laughs> that, that's the uh, same album with Stairway oh, to yeah. Heaven and had like um, When the Levee Breaks and stuff as well. I, I actually just can't get into Led Zeppelin since they copied Greta Van Vliet. <laughs> You're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That had to be said. No, it didn't. It really no, didn't, it didn't have to be said. No, it didn't. It really didn't. It didn't. <laughs> Do yeah. you know what? I quit. It's the track, 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 track of the week. And that was a word from our sponsors. Um, ben, uh, Sean has fucked off. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's in her. Did he just storm off there? Yeah, I just heard the door slam. Did we say something? Ah, fuck it. Here, look, we need to finish this episode anyway. Do you know what? That's that's just his own. That's his own fault for, for um, you know, not appreciating that, you know, Greta Van Fleet came yeah. first, obviously. I to be honest though, I think he just got too excited that um, a girl actually texted him back and he didn't get ghosted. That actually sounds more likely, to be fair. Hmm. That sounds way more likely. Yeah. I suppose I suppose we have to finish it without him. Yeah. Um. I guess so. In the in their eighty special, what we did to finish it out was we came up with these festivals that we wanted to uh, with um five acts that we wanted from the seventies. So like let let's call it like a wood like a Woodstock type festival. So uh, Ben, if you were to. If you were to put together a festival now that was in the seventies, like any any year in the seventies, who would you pick? Um, I haven't I haven't thought about the the order that they'd be on really, but I'd have focus. I'd have like, you know. Yeah, that'd be a good choice. Like, that they'd be good if you were absolutely off your tits. Mm. <laughs> good band to go, to go see. <laughs> Um, I put ACDC on there as well. I feel like they'd be a good like early band to have on in, in the day, yeah. because they wouldn't be as ma- as big then. They'd still be quite a small enough band. Um, still very energetic though. I said then I put I put Rush on. I have Rush on then. 
because back then they were still like they weren't as they were still what oh what are you doing sean where'd oh. you go came back you think you can just walk back in after that now yeah i got excited i got excited did you get a text back maybe that's that's the story for another day <laughs> look aside from sean's rudeness uh keep going there ben yeah yeah dead right there now i was in the middle of uh i was in the zone there in the podcast now and we had to start doing it without you and everything sean but hang on who let me hang on i bet you i know who you picked so you definitely picked acdc maybe yeah yeah you did i can smell it off your teeth <laughs> and hocus pocus is definitely in there as well considering it's your track of the week um the focus is the band but yeah they're in they're in <laughs> see, see sean if you were if you were here you'd know that should i just read your mind lad it's fine stop doing that that's really un really unsettling good but go on continue <laughs> so you've hocus pocus acdc and rush how did you know the last one because i walked in on that oh, okay fair um yeah so R rush because i think they'll be they're a little like more psychedelic in their earlier days and they kind of went like really like more modern well what you i don't know yeah more like modern prog not like gent prog yeah but like like later on in their career so i feel like they fit in <laughs> <laughs> i feel like they fit in with that lineup so far and then i went with america as well because i thought they'd be good that's a country by <laughs> ah yeah but they're they're unreal sean you should have stayed gone uh, <laughs> and then i also went with cd dan oh solid yeah nice choice there yeah they had a load of bangers in the 70s uh, i don't know who i'd put on first or what order but i feel like that'd be i'd pay money to go i'd pay money to go to that show as well that'd be good that's a good lineup seeing as you were gone there sean seeing as you had the audacity the audacity the audacity to walk out on us there um yeah well who would you um who would you pick for your for your 70s show lineup to open the show i'd have simon and garfunkel oh, okay okay nice nice e nice easy listening have everyone bopping around you know? yeah true true oh uh sorry sorry to interrupt you but i just thought of a name for what i call my festival just throw i'll throw it in there and let you continue then i'm gonna call it spudstock go on anyway sean spudstock <laughs> <laughs> brilliant and then i get um but anyway i start off with a bit of simon juice sng simon Simon Garfunkel. Just get all the goths and have their hello darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Do you know? Just be sound. And then I'd get this Creedence Clearwater to come in. With their fucking OG version of um, uh, Big Wheels Keep On Turning. And Brown, Do you know they finished oh. up on? Yeah. Also, also, just for log um, logistical reasons, my festival is happening on the first of January, nineteen seventy. 
<laughs> so it's like a festival to start a decade. And um, uh. yeah, so next I'd have on is um, Jimi Hendrix because he would have still been alive back then. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. That's a safe bet. And then the Beatles. I'd have the Doobie Brothers because no, the Doobie Brothers just some serious loopholes there now. No, it'd be but it'd be Doobie's Brothers' first gig because the Doobie Brothers didn't actually start until actually like you know <laughs> the nineteen actually nineteen seventies. And it was the exact same at Queen. They didn't really start in the 1970s, so they'd be like on their own second stage. Yeah. So on the second stage, like you have, like you know, the int- like BBC introducing, it'd be like Sean Carroll introducing, you know, the Eagles, <laughs> Queen, and um, Doobie Brothers, and I'd, everyone would be like, "Wow, Sean Carroll knows everything." I was like, "Yeah, I'm a time machine." Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to get ACDC, but they weren't around back then, so I had to go with Leonard Skidden. For a bit. Sweet home Alabama. And um Like you know there's there's so many bands that you could pick for it, like it's ridiculous. But yeah. do you know who would close it off for me? And it'd be their last gig. I'd make sure it was their last gig, I'd contract it in such a way that it was their last gig. The Beatles. I knew you were gonna say the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Not bad though. Not bad. Fucking pretty, pretty decent, decent line up there now. I'd be the, I'd be the last man to book the Beatles. That would, that'd be, that'd be pretty. <laughs> that'd be something to be proud of, anyway. That's something to put on the CV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about, <laughs> what about yourself, James? Who would you pick? Right. Well, firstly, mine's gonna be very guitar orientated, like. And that's uh, that's just as per usual with me. But yeah, to start it off, and because it's this festival is probably in America. If it was somewhere in Ireland, he would be higher up on the list. But Rory Gallagher and his band. That's not a bad shout. Yeah, I was trying to think of someone who I could put on before him, but there was no one really standing out to me from this list here. But I mean, mm. have you seen have you seen the footage from his Irish tour in like 1973? No, I haven't. Oh, it's fucking class. I actually have a load of cassettes of, of his back home in Ireland. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Myself and Eric Clapton and Tim Lizzie. Oh. Well, funny you mention one of those people, one of those bands, because um, I'll also add Tim Lizzie to the list. Again, I actually don't think I'm, I'm not going to go in an order here because I'm not too sure what order about everything, but Tim Lizzie would definitely be, be on the bill for this as well. They'd have to be, like, to be fair. They would. Especially if they like. Yeah. Now I'm going to get to more of a Texan sort of rock style. Alright, pick ZZ Top. That's another oh. pretty good option, though. They've been going since 1969. Mm. Another just fucking. Nice. Just, just riffs, like. Just riffs. <laughs> um, yeah. And you see, then I'd, I'd, there'd be three more acts that I would like to see play them as well. Should be Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, and Pink Floyd. So I know Black Sabbath would would be the first one to go on out of those three, but I'm not sure if I'd like Pink Floyd to finish out or if I'd like Led Zeppelin to finish out, because Pink Floyd they put on like just these grand shows as well, whereas about a lot of the visuals and stuff like that, which would be kind of a cool thing to finish out the night on, and um, because it's kind of like 
kind of ease you down for the night as well, like. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a toss-up between those two bands, but the overall, like that, those are what I think mentioned six bands there. Mm. Don't have in my lineup. That's a solid lineup, to be fair. Yeah, all like, and all the bands I mentioned have just got like iconic guitar players as well. Hence why I said it'd be very guitar orientated. That's a brilliant lineup, though. To be fair, mm. pretty sure it's one I'd love to see. But come here. To, to round this off right, is there one moment from the 70s that you found out that you want to highlight and talk about before we go? I actually didn't know the Vietnam War didn't end until 1975. Really? I didn't know that either. Yep. It actually went on for 19 years. 19 years? That's a long yeah. time. I didn't know it went on for that long. Yep. Jesus Christ. I thought it was, I thought it was way shorter than that. No, I'm pretty sure it was, um, I, again, I'm not the greatest when it comes to history knowledge, but I'm pretty sure America weren't in the war for the whole of the 19 years, but but still, though, like, yeah, you'd, al- you'd always assume it was just like a couple of years in the 60s or something. So that was just an interesting fact that I found. That's brilliant. Oh, I, I, Do you know what mine one is? Go for it. Oh, it's yours. Mine is uh, from 1976. Uh, 28th of September in New York. Guess what premieres for the first time? Star Wars. The Muppet Show. Ah. Uh, I thought that would have been 60s. Huh. No, uh, The Muppet Show premieres on yeah. September 28th in New York. The first guest is Rita Monroe. It will premiere a week later in Chicago, Los Angeles with guest star Sandy Duncan. I don't know, is that is that a stage show version of it? or? I looked it up there. That sounds like a stage show, yeah. Yeah, so the Muppet Show. No, 1976. Interesting. Yeah, I just, I, I use, I just think the Muppets are brilliant. But yeah, Ben, you said Star Wars, but Star Wars was 1977. 1977. That's good to know. Like, I yeah. can't call myself a Star Wars fan anymore now. <laughs> Cancelled. So Ben, what interesting date or fact about the 70s do you have? I'm gonna. Say July the twenty seventh, nineteen seventy seven, because ACDC played their first show, their first US show, on that date. And as I said earlier, they were like a huge influence influence on me growing up. And I always wanted to like I got to, I did get to see them, but like they were much they're like much older. And do you know what? It didn't even matter. Like they still put on an incredible show. Yeah. But do you know yourself? Like there's definitely bands you could think of that like you'd want to see, like in their prime, and they weren't playing like huge stadiums either uh they'd be just playing like small bars but i always think that those like those would be better shows nearly yeah the more intimate gigs like you know yeah be better yeah so that's the date that i'm that's that's the date that i'm going with just Hmm. yeah just because not bad not bad yeah i'd love i'd love to see see him again yeah, you'd love to see a band like that doing like fucking Fred Zeppelins or something like that. Yeah. In fairness, imagine being in the seventies and like you have all the those living in living in America and you've all these bands and they're not like huge or famous yet, but they're all still like well known. How how easy it would be to go to a show. You could just hitchhike, you could get a get a cheap car, you know, like do whatever you want, just like leave your job. Just drive around America and go catch a load of shows. That'd be savage. Life was a lot easier back then, was it, Ben? 
you know from going in your time machine, do you? Well, like it probably wasn't. It's probably way harder than it was now. Like, but like, do you know? Like, all we can do with half those bands is listen to them and like, like listen, like listen back to their stuff. Whereas imagine being the ones like hearing it for the first time. Yeah, imagine now that we can actually look up YouTube. I'll go on YouTube and we could look at these all these old classic concerts. Well, back then, you couldn't to access music was a lot harder. For us now, if a band releases something, we just look it up. Back then, you go to the record store, buy the, the seven-inch single, or you buy the and hope it's good. full LP. And yeah, hope, and it's, hope good. it's good. Uh, I think I think that was the better a better way to listen to music. Call me old-fashioned or call me. Hipster. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But hmm. you know, like you can go on Spotify now and you can listen to five seconds of a song and be like, nah, it's not for me, and then you never go back to it. I think back then you just value it more because like say when it comes to vinyls and stuff you have to physically set it up yeah like, put the needle yeah. get the needle to find the groove and stuff and then say for this it's like an lp once you get halfway through it then you have to flip it over and stuff like that and then also when you have the record as well like you've got like all the album artwork and then you've got like the little sleeve with like all the album details you're reading the lyrics and stuff like that as well and yes yeah, that's, that's that's true my mom actually told me a story when she was in college that they used to I, she'd kill me if I'm getting this wrong, but she used to, uh, they used to sit down on the floor in their college dorms and just listen to records. Like they wouldn't do anything mm. else. They just like, like they wouldn't be- And smoke weed. She, she didn't say whether she did or she didn't, but- um, Probably hash. Wouldn't be like looking at your phone, wouldn't that be do, like, wouldn't be talking to people. You'd literally just be sitting there like listening to the records. And I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's a great time when fucking weed didn't exist. But here, I have an honorable, honorable mention uh, from 1974, uh, the year when um, certain people were born. I just have a list here. So uh, I want this big, big honorable mention to 1974 for giving us Leonardo DiCaprio, Jimmy Fallon, Penelope Cruz, way hey, uh, Victoria Beckham, uh, Ed Helms from, uh, you know, um, um, the Hangover movies and how we almost ruined The Office. Like, you know, fuck you, Ed Helms. Um, Kate uh, Moss, yeah, you can stay. James Blunt, he's not that much of a cunt. He actually stopped World War Three, but we'll save that for another night. Uh, Alana Morissette and Eva Mendes, thank you, 1974. We love you. But anyway, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. So uh, we just want to say a big thanks once again for all of you for tuning in. Uh, remember, you can check us out on the old Instagram at the BJ's Podcast. Uh, our track of the week playlist is available on the link in our bio. And uh, remember, folks, we have new episodes every Monday. If you're enjoying these episodes, remember to share them with your friends. Share, tag us in your stories. Um, yeah, we're really enjoying it, and we're going to keep going. Uh, we've lined up a few special guests for the coming weeks uh, from all different areas of expertise and bullshit. But sure, look. Bullshit <laughs> in the sense of talking, like, you know, but it's, it's good. It's the good sort of bullshit. Um, so they'll be coming soon. Uh, we'll keep you updated with my love life because that seems to be a hot topic right now. People seem to really be enjoying that. And um, <laughs> hopefully it doesn't blow up in my face because it's non-existent. And that'd be weird. Uh, but anyway, from all of us here at the BJ's Podcast, we want to say um, have a good evening, day, night, whatever you might be doing. Um, so from all of us here, peace, love, and matrimony. Three, two, one. Bye. 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 Bye.